This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage.
Creona, I don't care if that was distorted to fuck. It's Motorhead. It was Iron Fist. It was Stay Clean. And they were both taken from the just released The Lost Tapes Volume 4 live in Helbrun, 1984, as part of the No Remorse Death on the Road Tour. And was the first major outing to feature Lemmy, obviously, Phil Campbell, Wurzel and Pete Gill. And I appear to have my mojo back. I woke up Christmas Eve. Yes, as it is past tense, I'm going to mention it now. Went over to Tesco's when it opened at 6am. Bought my last few pieces of groceries. 19 pence each for a bag of sprouts, carrots, parsnips and potatoes. What's not to like? Well, unless you don't like sprouts, carrots, parsnips and potatoes. But everyone likes potatoes. And we've got the people of southern Peru and the extreme northwest of Bolivia to thank for cultivating them. Got back from shopping and it felt like a great weight had been lifted from my shoulders. I don't know why I was feeling so down in the dumps, as I've you know, not felt like this before. I guess it's just one of those things. But as I said on last week's show, Steve Vincent's Mystery City helped raise my spirits. Great tunes, great DJ. Yeah, my PayPal address is the same, Steve. Unfortunately, he and his good lady wife tested positive for COVID just before Christmas. You released two cracking records to great reviews. And to cap it all, to ruin the last knockings of the year, you go and get the Rona.
That was Paradise Alley and Backstabber from their Bad Timing and Silver Linings EP. Preceding it was the Steve Vincent Band and Can't Bring Me Down. Read into those two songs what you like. Hopefully both Steve's solo band and Paradise Alley will be playing some gigs in London next year. City Saints have just released a brand new double album called Punk and Roll that features 24 tracks of street punk. The first 12-inch is sung in English with the second in their native Swedish. Now, it would be easy as a non-Swedish-speaking person just to ignore those songs. I mean, I don't have a Scooby what is being sung. However, it doesn't quite work out like that as I found myself nodding along to them and humming the vocal melody. See for yourselves. Up first is... Gothenburg City, which will swiftly followed by null control, that according to Google Translate means zero control.
on last week's episode, Cover's Corner, Corner was conspicuous by its absence. I had it worked out, songs all lined up, but it just didn't happen. Obviously, it's happening this week. There was going to be an interconnectedness with regards to Johnny Moped. At the 100 Club on the 17th, Johnny mentioned that Kirsty McCall and Billy Bragg had recorded Darling, Let's Have Another Baby, which, of course, I have as the B-side to Walking Down Madison. He also mentioned that Mick Ronson had covered it, and I was like, really? This, you'll be shocked to learn, was news to me. However, Johnny being invited to perform at said song at Mick's memorial concert, Hammersmith Odeon, on the 29th of April, 1994, Suddenly, all made sense. Of course, Johnny failed to turn up. No doubt Brenda had other ideas. With Captain Sensible stepping in and performing Happy Talk. That, although got a rousing reception from the artists backstage, didn't make it onto the official release. He should have just stuck to Darling. After all, he was going to accompany Johnny on it. Anyway, a live version of Mick Ronson performing Darling is readily available. That sounds remarkably like this. Darling, let's have another baby. Let's make one sound on our second honeymoon. Makes her laugh. Darling, let's have another baby. Let's make one sound on our second honeymoon. Oh, darling, if you ever leave me, I'll cry. I'll go to the nearest boozer They're getting into it now And drink 10 pints of gin La 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 Darling, let's have another baby Let's make one soon And I'll take an animal Hi Mr Howard Determined not to play any Christmas related songs last week, and I succeeded, however. If Covers Corner had gone ahead, I would have had to, as Sorry Audio, a group that is made up of members of the Scott Sorry Band and Grand Theft Audio, released their version of Jose Feliciano's Christmas tune, Feliz Navidad. I know I'm a week late, but as we're still in the 12 days of Christmas, here it is. Five 
Jay, when the fuck did you learn Spanish? We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. We wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of our hearts. Feliz something on it? No. You can. No one will ever know it's you. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. It's my friend Jay. Me and my friend Jay are doing stuff. He lives in England and I live here. Alright, can I say something stupid? What would you like to say? Quandale Dingle. Going back to live covers, Australian rockers Mammoth Mammoth are all set to release a live album called Waltz and All early next year. In the meantime, two tracks from it have been released. Sitting Pretty, which is an original, and their version of the Kiss classic, Love Gun.
Why is it to me that bands covering Kiss tunes make them sound better than the original? Answers on the postcard. Uh, I've been playing over the last month or two various covers of the MC5's Kick Out the Jams. Whilst I was adding files to my musical folder, I spotted the one marked Sin City Sinners. And uh, I've not played anything by them either on here or whilst mooching around the house. I thought I'd, you know, I'll give the two albums of theirs that I have a spin, which are Exile on Fremont Street and Dive Bar Days Revisited. Now, Sin City Sinners' original core members were Brent Muscat, Todd Kearns and Rob Cordonoia. Although, uh, according to Wikipedia, the band at the moment kiss of Jizzy Pearl, Rowan Robinson, Scott Griffin and Scott Coogan, which is at odds with the band's website that, uh, to be fair, hasn't been updated since September 2021, with their Facebook page in August this year telling us that they could be back very soon. Whatever the incarnation, the band play originals and covers in Las Vegas with more guest musicians turning up to jam than LA Guns have had members. Yeah, it was a close-run thing. Anyway, this is Sin City Sinners and Kick Out The Jams, featuring Gilby Clark. Kick out the jams, mother... playing the demons on last week's show i was going to keep with the interconnectedness and mention that nick kappa over at black lodge relics blogspot had put together a great digital album of the demons a's and b's along with some rarities called red fast luck like you if you haven't already got i recommend you should download it i'll post a link in the show notes to nick's site anyway the wednesday before Christmas, Nick posted a selection of B-sides, 
unreleased material and rarities from the British band Cuddly Toys. Now, the name rang a bell, and not as the song by Roachford. Quickly checking my musical folder, I discovered I had just one solitary track by them that was on the classic rock issue 112 cover mount CD, Trash Glam 2.0, the new breed of Electric Warriors from December 2007, which is a bit odd as the band split up 20 years before that in 1987. Uh, Nick says of them, imagine Ziggy era Bowie and early 80s synth bass pop. Certainly, vocalist Sean Purcell has that air of Bowieism about his singing, which was or wasn't helped, depending on your point of view, by the band releasing the Bowie Boland composition, Madman, as a single in 1979. Anyway, as this is Covers Corner, I've opted for their version of the Supremes' You Keep Me Hanging On, that was later covered by Kim Wilde.
got a message from David A. Burdick a couple of weeks ago informing me that his new album, 333, after a three-year delay, was ready to go and was free for everyone to download. I, along with everyone else, love getting stuff for nothing. However, I do feel guilty as there wasn't it wasn't on Bandcamp, so I couldn't bung him a few quid. The track I originally selected to play was The Beatles' I'll Be Back, where I'll go on to say how much I enjoyed listening, again after all these years, the Andy Peebles BBC One interview with John and Yoko. Although it must be something like 20, 25 years since I heard it, I knew all the questions, all the answers, and what the accompanying music to the underlying stories would be. Anyway, I was on David's Facebook page looking to see if he had a website that I could link on today's show notes. I couldn't see one. But what I did spot was a link to his Christmas song that was One Christmas Catalogue. Surely not the one by Captain Sensible, I thought to myself, as no one would think to cover that. David A. Burdick has... More than I can say Cause I wasn't there It was yesterday Statues have their fun People have their day And history comes and goes It's time for us to play and there's a turkey in the wing He doesn't dance and he can't sing Christmas, the Christmas One Christmas catalog Too many Christmas, the Christmas One Christmas catalog For you Every blink and fly Ships take to the sea Baby, you and I We are you and me All the nuts and breaks Through the mists of time And even at this point Are really quite sublime And there's a turkey in the wings He doesn't dance and he can't sing one Christmas catalog Too many Christmas, your Christmas One Christmas catalog For you Is it Christmas? Christmas Is it Christmas? Christmas Is it Christmas? Turkey in the wings He 
doesn't dance when he can't sing. Christmas, Christmas. One Christmas catalog. Too many. Christmas, Christmas. One Christmas catalog for you. Damned for Christmas, along with my Beano annual, I got Lively Arts, The Damned Deconstructed by Martin Popov. Now, it's been out for a while, but I believed it was just a repackaged and retitled on track, The Damned, every album, every song by Morgan Brown. Obviously, it isn't. And once I found this out, Mrs. A ordered it for me for Christmas. And what a great read it is too. I did, however, email Martin with three pieces of additional information. Namely, Antipope was solely written by Captain's brother Phil, sending him a link to the interview with Phil that was uh, conducted by Andy P from the very excellent Fear and Loathing fanzine. The intro to therapy, although Martin pointed out, was also used as the intro to the as yet unofficially released Don't Trouble Trouble it has its origins in Music for Pleasure, where it was Blue Lights Flashing that Brian took to Tanster Youth, a live version of which is up on YouTube. My final observation is that Captain got his inspiration for democracy by playing along to the Monkey's Porpoise song. I know I've done this before, uh, but uh, as I haven't done one for ages, I think it's time for... And contrast. Up first is the damned that will be swiftly followed by the monkeys. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. I was said to unremembered. I adjourn the sitting, grave disorder having broken out. Oh, oh, oh. 
changes nothing And voting changes even less Cause it's all the time you are wasted on Democracy
still staying with the damned, keyboardist Monty Oxymoron has put up a solo track on his Bandcamp site. It's name your price. So I was able to send him a couple of quid. So taking us out of our one is Monty Oxymoron and A Plague on Us. fans it's cuddly uncle kenny here back from the unmentionables otherwise known as the tony blackburn home movie (laughs) i'm here to tell you that you are listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show and that you've been nuts to listen to anything else sacked from anti-beeb twice and i have to resort to this mind you the last time i did imply that margaret thatcher was a cunt (laughs) 
Briona. Of course, that was the helicopters and Born Broke. And if you weren't, Christmas always has a good way to take you in that direction. Something that hasn't gone in that direction is my waistline. I know over the festive period, a few pounds get added, but I am so gutted. Two years ago, I managed to lose two stone. Over the course of the last 12 months, I've put back on one and three quarters of them. Starting on the third, you'll be back to an hour in the gym. Anyway, I'm sure you don't wish to hear any about that. Uh, getting a free 16 and a half pound turkey from work uh, didn't help. Actually, uh, to be honest, even though we have drifted into hour two, and this sounds worse than it actually is, but I'm going to go back to the hour format. If it overruns, like, you know, like today's episode, so be it. But I don't wish the show to become a chore. I mean, you know, what normally happens is that Barton and I get together on Thursday and Friday for the production meeting, or as Fenny refers it to, uh, uh, two grown men pissing around while listening to music. You know, harsh but fair. Then if it's pre-recorded, we crack straight on Thursday, you know, continuing Friday afternoon. Or if it's live, have a few beers. Normally those stubby affairs that you get 10 for £3.90 at Tesco's and get ready for Friday, 11pm. Neither of us want to be like wondering what to fill the second hour up with. You know, we don't want to play songs just for the sake of it. I like to give a little background on the tune and the band. Otherwise, it's you know, a Spotify playlist. I'll go on, Barton. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, okay, right, fair enough. Uh, records that I'm looking forward to next year, or this year, if you downloaded it post-Saturday, uh, is the real mixed version of Hanoi Rocks' Oriental Beat that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 17th of March, the day after my daughter's birthday. And no, she's not getting it. I am. I really hoped by now a teaser track had been released, preferably uh, motivating, but it hasn't. So is the original.
that was the reissued Hammersmith Palais by Demolition 23. Sometimes an original with all its perceived shortcomings is just right. So I'm sort of looking forward to the new version of Oriental Beat, but not, I don't know why. Maybe it's so precious, the imperfections make it. Mind you, having said that, even though I am a scorch advocate of the Beatles albums in mono, the ones that were remixed by George Martin's son, Giles, are sublime. So fantastic that you almost feel like you can crawl around and get inside the sound waves. To be honest, the original stereo was shit with all the drums just shoved over to one side. But perversely, I loved the Ramones debut album when that was released in mono. I mean, the list could go on with me mentioning Rush's Vapor Trails and Pink Floyd's delayed 2018 mix of animals that came out this year's as I enjoyed them over the original. And as for the heartbreakers like a motherfucker found recordings... Yes, it is all right. Gigs I'm looking forward to this year are The Phobics, Dan and Brian, on the 29th of January at the Albert. It's a lunchtime affair with me and Peter Fox, who I'm giving a lift to, hot-footing it, well, hot-wheeling it afterwards to the Concord too, where Foxy is going to be DJing at the Wingman gig. So that's going to be a fun, packed day.
Aerobics and Get Your Act Together that was swiftly followed by the Wingmen and oh, what a carry on. I forgot to mention that next Saturday, that's the 7th of January, future streaming and downloading listeners as part of the 100 Clubs Resolution Festival, I'll be seeing the boys. Until next week, take it easy. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.